What's up, everyone? Uh, welcome back to the Relentless Hoops podcast, um, the latest episode of our fall series. I had another pretty busy week uh, last week. Didn't go to as many workouts because um, I had a had a town trip uh, to Wisconsin uh, Friday through Sunday. Um, so I hit some different workouts and then went up to Wisconsin uh, for NY2OA's camps, the uh, NY2OA Futures camps, and the NY2OA uh, Junior Showcase just for 2024 prospects. Um, so as you know, most of you guys are aware and have noticed I've been doing some work with them uh, the past four or five months, you know, just wanted to get a little bit uh, more involvement in the Midwest. Uh, so that's been good. And uh, those camps were uh, very productive uh, for me and I, I enjoyed them a lot. Uh, um, so I'm going to go over some of those workouts from last week, go over uh, these NY2OA camps I went to last weekend, uh, and then going to give a little preview for our uh, select 80 camps coming up this weekend. Um, only only a few spots left in each camp. So I'm really happy with uh, the group lined up. I think things will probably fill up by tomorrow night and get ready for uh, Saturday and Sunday at East Forsyth High School. Uh, it's going to be a, a fun time. Um, and uh, it's so it's it's Wednesday night right now. Um, I'm recording this. And within the next 24 hours, um, you're going to see some pretty uh, significant news to the Atlanta basketball scene. Um, the, with the prep in a uh, high school basketball scene, uh, I, I won't go into that now, but, uh, you'll see it on Twitter here, uh, pretty soon sometime tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that, but, uh, diving, uh, right into it. Um, last week, uh, started out with some workouts as usual. Um, you know, only went to, went to four, went to Grayson, Norcross, Kel, Wheeler. So some of those, uh, bigger ones, you know, with coaches being out, I like to, get to some of those bigger um, schools around those times that are going to have coaches in to see what coaches are going to be there. And I touched on that in the last episode, you know, it's just cool to see all the coaches out and see who's prioritizing to, to see who. Uh, so one of the first ones last week was Grayson. Um, you know, always make sure to stop by there. They're, you know, one of our summer league participants and have built a really good uh, relationship with those guys. And they're always going to have talent. I, I mentioned that on Twitter when I went there. Uh, you know, a lot of winning uh, over the last uh, few, um, oh, what, like five to seven years. I think it was 20 um, plus wins in the last seven seasons straight. Um, so, you know, Coach Pierce and, and all those guys have, um, you know, really built it up and year in, year out, they have a lot of talent, like I said. But um, moving on to their uh, workout, they have one of those uh, classes middle of the day. Um, and I think the, you know, most impressive guy, uh, that morning was easily uh, Anthony Alston, um, a transfer from Decua. 2024 has started to get, you know, see his uh, recruitment pick up. I think got Appalachian State, Radford, uh, might be missing a, another couple offers. But um guy that played with Team Huncho in the spring liked him. Then especially uh, one of the games I watched in Spartanburg in April. Um, and, you know, his confidence has continued to, elevate um and i, I think he's going to be a, a great piece for grayson playing alongside jakari harris in the backcourt um really good shooter he was hitting all types of you know difficult shots uh off the dribble and the coaches that were there were you know super impressed and you know a guy that they probably just weren't that 
familiar with. He doesn't have the notoriety as some of the others yet, but um, guy that I have in the the top 30 in our 2024 rankings, which is a, a deep class in Georgia. Um, like I said, really, really good shooter. Um, it's big hands, soft touch, extends, good rotation. He's a, you know, consistent shot and, um, you know, doesn't really need space to get up because he's around 6'4", has a high release, can, can shoot over guys. Andy elevates and has that little um, slight lean back at times. Um, so he's going to provide more firepower for Grayson. Um, and CJ Howland is also transferred from Lanier. It's going to be another uh, very important piece uh, in their backcourt. I mean, that, you know, the trio of uh, Harris, Highland, and Olsen, that's, that's going to, you know, be, be hard to deal with for a lot of teams. And Highland will, I think, fit in, uh, fit in very well. He had a good day too. He's really quick. Uh, he has a burst to uh, get in the paint. Uh, you know, even though he's on the shorter side, he's started to add some muscle and he's, he's not scared at all. Um, he's, he has in-air athleticism, isn't afraid to challenge guys, uh, you know, just plays hard and is scrappy on defense. I like what um, he brings to their team. Um, Amir Taylor in 2025, of course, uh, kid who I have top 10 in 2025 right now, uh, just has advanced, you know, feel and hands and touch for a 2025 guy. Uh, Chad Moody, who I is like the lone senior that's going to play a lot for them. He's been around for a while. He's uh, healthy now. And I think he's, you know, continuing to learn how to assert himself. Uh, long arms can really move. Um, you know, his recruitment starting to get going too, as you know, Navy GCSU, some other uh, D2 and low D1 options. Um, and with, you know, his athletic um, and physical traits, I think he, you know, is going to be really versatile defensively for them. And I think just with their, you know, um, roster makeup in general, they're going to be able to play fast. They're going to be able to put guys at different spots. You also have Corey Gatlin and uh, Laz Mason in 2024. Again, quick, fast guards who get after, play hard, know their roles. Um, they're going to be important for them as well. Uh, so that was Grayson. Um, also went to Norcross. Um, you know, London, they won't, they'll be without London Johnson this year. I know there's been a lot of question marks, um, you know, and you know, confusion about his situation, but he's, you know, he's not at, at Norcross. Um, that's another, you know, that information will probably be coming out here pretty soon. Um, but they still have a really good set of guards. And if you saw earlier tonight, um, it's official that Mari Jordan is a transfer to Norcross, had been to Cuba, um, made the move to go to Legacy Early College in South Carolina. Um, but I guess that uh, didn't work out. And now he's at Norcross. So you got um, Bilal Abdurrahman and Mir Panoam um, in the backcourt. Um, Mari Jordan on the wings, and that's, um, you know, it's going to be similar to Grayson, just a hard uh, group of guys, and they're all seniors, 2023 trio uh, to stop. You know, Panoam had a really big June, um, you know, having the ball in his hands, um, kind of went uh, a little bit um, – under the radar, some in July. I wouldn't say under the radar, but just with that stars, with that stars group, they're you know they have like you know six, seven, eight D one guys. You know six already committed, um, and a lot of good perimeter guys. So his involvement just wasn't um, to the extent it was with Norcross in June. Uh, but he's had a lot of coaches in to see him. Just got St. Bonaventure. Had a lot of coaches talking that day. Um, you know mid. Uh, a mid-major to mid-major plus schools. Um, so his, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be watched a lot. He's going to have options because of how, you know, athletic he is, what he can do creating with the ball. And I'm very interested to see how him and 
um, Bilal and Mari, you know, kind of complement each other, play off each other and mix because uh, it is an explosive uh, um, three guys. And then you also have Michael Zhang and Samarian Bond in 2023 at Norcross. Um, you know, Samarian Bond was very important in their state championship run last year. It doesn't really have like a, a true position, but is really strong, plays super hard, is willing to do the uh, dirty work and has kept, you know, diversifying and expanding his offensive game. Um, but I think, you know, he's going to know what he, he needs to bring uh, to their team, considering the, you know, other talent around them. And Zhang, really just a, a dead-eye shooter, um, has another guy that's added adds some strength that should help him defensively, and he's like 6'2", 6'3"-ish. Um, but, you know, his value really comes with the shooting as a quick release. Um, he doesn't really need to be set or, like, square to the basket. He'll take some shots where you're like, oh, crap, what is he doing? But he's comfortable taking those shots. Uh, so they're, you know, they're, they're going to be a, a senior driven team. Um, you also have Michael Pace, who's over there now in 2024. He was still coming off injury that day I was there, but uh, he's, he's going to help them as well. Another um, guard with length, like six, four. So uh, will be a, a, a good piece for them. Um, the next day I went to both Wheeler and uh, Kel before some uh, fall league stuff uh, the following day. Uh, you know, we were, of course, they have uh, Isaiah Collier, um, and you know, the number number one player in, in the state right now. And, you know, he's considered the number one player in the country by, by some, uh, websites as well. Uh, he's still undecided. Um, you know, USC, Michigan, some others are in there, uh, with them. Not, I haven't heard much about when his, uh, decision is supposed to come. Um, and the same with, uh, Arrington Page, who re- recently released a top four of, uh, what was it, USC, Indiana, uh, Miami, and Cincinnati, uh, who, you know, had a, had a huge summer. So you know about those two guys. Um, I'm very interested to see what Josh Hill does for them, a, a transfer from North Carolina. He's a super, um, you know, another guy, really long limb, long arms, can run pretty well. It's like close to 6'10-ish or so. Uh, he's still grown into his body, but he has good hands. He kept caught about everything. Uh, that day I was there, has some pretty good touch around the basket, um, decent base of uh, skill and fundamentals. Uh, we'll take some jumpers. I think his shot has potential. Um, so as, you know, he has strength, um, he'll, he'll be an even better prospect, but, uh, you know, he's going to be a, a good piece for them. Then you have uh, Ricky McKenzie, who's also in 2024 for them, another transfer. Um, I think he's, you know, going to, with his move to Wheeler, um, he's going to be forced to figure out how to be more efficient. I think he's making strides in that. Um, he's got good size, like six four, so um, pretty good shooter. Uh, and he's, you know, that's going to be his role to to hit shots. And then, oh, also Jelani Hamilton is over at Wheeler now as well, another wing shooter committed to Iowa State. You know, so um, you know him, Page and Collier, really good twenty twenty three trio. And you have DJ Mitchell in twenty twenty three as well. Um, he was uncommitted, not as well known. Um, just hadn't been talked about as much for them. Uh, but you know, talk to the We Are guys; they know how important he is, and he's uh, going to do some good things for them. Um, he's strong on defense, good athlete, um, can hit shots as well. And We Are has some young guys who, you know, probably won't play a ton this year, but uh, I think Coda Subtle could definitely play a, a good role. 
uh, for them this season. I, I was very impressed with them this day, and they have some other uh, 2026 and, and young guys who will, you know, have to wait their turn. But, um, you know, that's always the case with Wheeler. They have guys uh, continuing to come up who are going to be solid prospects. Now on to Kel uh, later that day. Um, what well, this was all on uh, Wednesday. Um, and so Wheeler was earlier in the day. Kel was at night. Uh, you know, I think Kel will probably be the clear favorite in 5A. I still need to honestly look through all of that realignment stuff in region. I keep forgetting who's in what classification, this and that. I, you know, once October gets here, I, I definitely need to pay more attention to that. But uh, so got to see Kel that night. Um, you know, Peyton Marshall is the, the main draw for them. Uh, another guy had a really big summer, has continued to put in good work on his body, has all types of people in to see him. Uh, C.J. Brown, also in 2024, another guy who I have uh, top 10 um, in Georgia in 2024. Um, but, yeah, people you know, know about those guys. Um, they're heavily recruited already. Um, I have continued uh, to feel like Cannon Richards is going to be a, a really um, good piece for them um, that, you know, might go overlooked a little bit at times, um, you know, with some of those other with having CJ and Peyton, you know, those are the main two attractions, but he's also a 2024 transfer from Whitfield plays with that game elite team, uh, like six, 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 seven, um, you know, kind of as, uh, some face up abilities, a four, um, good athlete has some toughness in the paint, really crashes, the, uh, crashes the glass, um, gets off the four, uh, just kind of, you know, doesn't really need the ball up, but has a good motor, knows you know, knows who he is, knows what his role is. Uh, and then you also have some solid 2023 guys for them and Paris Johnson, Aaron Smith, kind of versatile, you know, wing, you know, can kind of fill different roles. Smith brings a lot of toughness on defense, has gotten more confident as a shooter. Uh, he's strong. Paris, you know, longer arm wing, uh, as smooth, will hit shots. Uh, they, you know, they're, they've produced for Kell for a while and will continue to, uh, and Jalen Cologne also in 2024, good shooter, Connor, uh, Staffelaris in 2025, who was, uh, going to play a lot for them too. And as no conscious as a shooter will, you know, is really good from the corners as a quick, confident, confident release, never hesitates. Uh, so that was Wheeler and Kell on Wednesday, uh, Thursday, I went over to Rise uh, Folly again, and that was honestly mainly uh, seeing a lot of teams I had seen in uh, previous weeks there for the most part. Had some pretty good matchups. Kel ended up uh, pulling away from Etowah and what was probably like the you know matchup everyone was talking about heading into that night. Um, Sequoia, Christian Heritage was a good one. Preston Parker was really good again, ended up hitting a, a what ended up being a game deciding shot and Jax Abernathy on the, the other side had a, a really nice game. Um, you know, if you, if you aren't familiar with Jax Abernathy's, you know, kind of unassuming, um, kind of just a, a stoic, uh, no emotion guy, but he's, you know, six, four, uh, with, you know, really, a really solid perimeter skill set, Uh, and he's, put up huge numbers in his freshman and sophomore years for Christian Heritage and will continue to, especially with uh, the departure of Zundra Jackson. 
Um, so those were the first two games that night. I got to watch Cherokee and Walton a little bit uh, as well. Um, what was it? Carterville played Creekview, and that came down to like overtime. That was a pretty good one. So a lot of the same teams I had seen, I'm uh, actually going to go over to Hoop Scenes following again uh, tomorrow. So kind of flip-flopped and uh, back and forth each week on those uh, Thursday nights uh, between them. But that'll do it for uh, the, the in-state stuff I saw uh, last week. And uh, then I, I made uh, the trip up to Wisconsin, flew up Friday. Um, the NY2A Futures Camp for 2025 and 2026 kids was Saturday. And then their junior showcase for 2024 guys only was on Sunday. So uh, we're going to go into that a little bit now. So first on Saturday was the NY2A Futures Camp, which was just for 2025 and 2026 guys. Like I said, um, and as some of you probably know, like I don't, spend a lot of time watching 15 new games in the summer, especially not 14 new games, which those 2026 20, guys were in. So, you know, camps like this, CB3, Rising Star, some of those others are good for me to, you know, get uh, more of a look or even, you know, my first look at some of these uh, younger guys. Um, but this, you know, was a really, um, you know, good, talented camp. Um, enjoy, enjoyed it. You know, a lot of a lot of solid kids, uh, mostly Wisconsin, some Illinois, a few other states, Missouri. Um, but overall, just a, a good group, um, you know, depth and variety of kids. Um, we'll start with, uh, you know, two of the guys who uh, they had co-MVPs. Um, first was uh, Price Gregor. Hope, uh, hope I pronounced that right. Um, a 2025 from Wisconsin. Uh, goes to De Pere, who, you know, has a few um, – other really good uh, prospects in the Kinzinger brothers uh, who I've seen a good bit, but um, Price of Camp, uh, he's you know, 6'5 or so, 2025, versatile, can um, play inside and out, especially going against uh, you know kids at that age. Uh, he, he can use his size advantage, already has a mature uh, build to him, but you know, good balance and body control. And he showed he can stretch the floor, um, has a quick uh, release on his shot, uh, good release point. Uh, gets good rotation on it, uh, you know, shot it very confidently. Uh, has good instincts as well. He was as good as a cutter. Um, you know, didn't really need the ball a ton to be productive. It's not like he was just out there pounding the air out of the ball, showing that he could handle and break guys down. He, he kind of kept things simple, uh, scored, uh, you know, in limited dribbles, which I liked, which, I, and you know, something I felt like was important. Uh you know, and was just uh, very productive in both of his games and did it with efficiency, uh, like I mentioned. Uh, so he was one of the co-MVPs. Um, hope, hope to be able to watch uh, him again uh, pretty soon as well. Uh, and then the other co-MVP was uh, uh, Thien uh, Riak. Uh, also hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, 2026 from Wisconsin. Uh, and, you know, probably the most athletic kid there, like you – uh, when they were doing athletic testing, he like cleared the vertical jump thing. Um, really just quick, twitchy, explosive off of two feet. Uh, and he has a, a good good frame on him too. Uh, was really good getting to the basket as you would expect for a guy that athletic. Uh, finished, finished in traffic through uh, hits and was, uh, you know, just aggressive going downhill and putting pressure on the defense. 
uh, throughout camp. You know, I think with, uh, you know, a kid with his length and athleticism and, and build, uh, he could, you know, probably be able to guard, you know, maybe one through four in time in high school, I, I would think. Uh, but like I say, he's only, only a 2026, still a lot of time. Uh, a few other guys, uh, another 2026, uh, Xavier Zenz. Uh, he was actually, I believe I was told he's the cousin of Khan Knipple. Um, so good, good bloodlines there, even though they're just cousins, but, uh, 2026, uh, taller shooter, um, very, uh, you know, he's six, five has a high release point can kind of get it off without, uh, you know, a lot of room was just shooting over guys. Um, and his ability off the dribble, he's not, you know, crazy explosive, but he has that size and length. He has IQ, he's, you know, just a smooth, uh, game, understands angles, uh, was able to you know score in a variety of ways, but was probably most impressive as a shooter in this one. Uh, another guy that um, had a really good a really good day was uh, Colin Clark. Uh, so I didn't watch his his first game at camp, but uh, everyone was raving about that. His second game, he wasn't as good uh, offensively. Uh, you know, wasn't wasn't hitting jumpers as much, but he's uh, uh, six seven or so, twenty twenty five from Missouri. Plays with the Indrasaw with has legit perimeter ability. Uh, was pushing the ball in the open court and had a you know good handle. Uh, you know, trying to create and get his own shot. Um, was really active on the glass. I I really liked uh, you know his motor, how hard he was playing. He made a good impact uh, defensively as well. He's uh, you know pretty quick off the floor. Um, another guy with, you know, that size and athletic ability at that young, you know, and with a, a good skill set that's, you know, very encouraging and, and promising. Uh, another 2025 uh, kind of versatile guy with uh, some size, uh, Trevor Polite, who goes, I think he, pretty sure I saw that he goes to Homestead if I had that uh, written down correctly. Uh, you know, a lot of the NY2A events are at Homestead, and it's close to where, uh, you know, the camp was held on Saturday. But Trevor played 6'6 six, six or so, twenty twenty five. another one with perimeter ability, uh, really confident in his shot, would, was probably falling in love with it a little too much. Uh, but, he, you know, has good size, and I think he could, you know, um, you know, use that mid-post or so. I think that's, you know, um, a an area where he could end up being really effective. He could put the ball on the floor, made some uh, good passes as well, um, and had good moments in the paint when his motor was going and trying to, you know, mix things up. Uh, let's see, a couple other 2025s. Uh, Drew Murphy, I thought, had a good day. Uh, you know, 6'5 plus really um, developed physically for a kid that age, broad shoulders, wide body, and was – you know, just kind of uh, banging and, um, you know, using his body to get to the basket and make things happen in the paint was very physical um, and was just aggressive trying to, um, you know, insert himself into the game. I like that a lot. Uh, 20, another, actually another 2026, Yusuf Gray, uh, really athletic point guard, uh, got, you know, in the paint whenever he wanted. He already has good pos positional size around 6'2 or so. Um, pretty good finisher, uh, you know, just was able to make things uh, happen with the ball in his hands a lot and also uh, gave good effort on uh, defense, which I liked. Uh, but, you know, I think that'll about do it for the 
the guys I wanted to to mention uh, from the NY2A Futures Camp, which was on Saturday, and there there were a lot of others uh, that had uh, had solid days as well. But those were just some of the ones, you know, like like I said, younger guys. You know, that's not really what I focus on as much. But you know, opportunities like this allow me to to see some more of those. So that was a good and a productive day. I, I felt like, uh, but moving on to, to Sunday, there was also a middle school camp um, later on Saturday, uh, but you know, not, not going to go into middle school. Um, but Sunday was the NY2A junior showcase. So just for 2024, it's kind of a, you know, similar ideas to what a, you know, what I do with the select 80 um, camps having that, you know, this Sunday, it'll be the 2024 select 80, you know, just, just for juniors. I, I always think a player's junior season is uh, very important. Uh, you know, not necessarily for those guys who are already heavily recruited, all well-known, whatever. Um, but for those guys who are, you know, looking to, to break through and, you know, take that next step, I, I think, you know, Junior season is usually where, you know, guys make a name for themselves unless they just come out of nowhere as seniors. Um, but so I, I really like this idea because, you know, it's something I do as well. So obviously I would like it. Um, but going into this camp itself more, it was, you know, incredibly talented. You had Kankanipo there, the top 2024 in the state. Saku Kone, who's a, a top five 2024 in the state who I had not seen but heard a lot about. Um, other guys who I had seen, Jack Doherty from Hero, um, MJ Stackhouse. You had guys from Chapman, like Nolan Minasali, uh, Tim Franks, Michael McNabb. So guys who I had um, you know seen some, but you know, a reason for coming up there, get you know, more – another viewing of them um just you know dive into them more because you know i only get to see them so much so I, but you know all those kids i just mentioned are you know legit prospects and those were only a few it was you know just really uh deep with talent uh but uh going into some of the uh you know performances from camp knipple you know Produce as expected. And, you know, I've I saw him at Peach Jam, seen him in multiple UIBO games. Um, I was kind of wondering, like, how, how much am I going to gain from watching him in this? Like, I know he's going to be able to dominate, but you know, I think Antonio probably um, told him to make a point to show other parts of his game, and that's what he did. He was uh, was mainly you know playing point guard and was still scoring, but um, made an effort, and it was. Um, seen clear that he wanted to get others involved and show that he's a good passer. And I felt like he was an underrated passer over the summer. Um, this has a really good feel and, uh, for the game and vision uh, that wasn't always on display because of, you know, the scoring load and uh, the shooting uh, that he displayed for that 16U um, Phenom U uh, Team Hero group. So I, I really liked that. I appreciate that. He wasn't, you know, just coming in, wanting to score and whatever, uh, Came with the right approach, but you know, he he has all types of options. Don't need to spend too much time on him. But uh, also, so I, I mentioned uh, Saku Kone, who I had not seen, but uh, had heard from other people about uh, six eight 
like it's all 2024s, like I said, so 6'8", 2024, uh, you know, top five kid in the state of Wisconsin, uh, kind of that prototypical combo four type, uh, you know, long, flu- you know, fluid mover um, and has perimeter ability. I, I liked his energy at camp. Uh, you could tell that he wanted to show that he was like one of the top guys there. Like he's like, you know, I have, I have something to show that, you know, I, I do belong on one of the the best and you know i think on uh, the wisconsin rankings uh, isaac had him pretty high and he should be considered um as that from from what i saw that you know just uh just a camp setting first time watching him um but like i said he has he can handle some he has a pretty good looking shot he did his best work around the basket though when he was um looking to finish with force um i think he's going to be really versatile on defense. I saw him get out and slide his feet on the perimeter and use his length as well. And I think his frame uh, should keep filling out. His handle should get there. Um, you know, and he, as he had strength, I think he's, you know, going to be even um, more imposing uh, offensively, um, just being able to, to really get where he wants, but had a lot of good moments above the rim. Uh, he, you know, kind of has a, like I said, fluid, natural, easy athleticism, had a really good, Really good uh, overall day, and um, should have mentioned this already, but him and Knipple were named the two co-MVPs, like in the last camp they did co-MVPs, this camp uh, co-MVPs as well with uh, Kone and uh, Knipple, which you know I, I felt like both of them were very uh, deserving. Now, a few others uh, from uh, this camp. I, I mentioned some of these guys from Chapman Basketball Academy who I saw a little bit over the summer, which I could have seen more, but guy that I really liked and um, was very um, confident on his uh, future and felt strongly about um, his future is Nolan Minasali, uh, 6'5 wing, goes to Mar- Marquette University High School uh, and kind of, you know, Broke out over the summer. Uh, his recruitment hasn't really taken off like that yet, but I think it should. I think I don't think he has any offers yet from what I uh, know and from what I'm aware of. But I think those will come. Uh, I think he's gonna, you know, be a popular mid-major recruit. I mentioned that on Twitter. Uh, like I said, six-five wing, uh, really athletic, long strides, can get off the floor, especially off of one foot, but off of two as well, uh, and keeps getting more confident uh as a shooter uh it was pretty selective with it um when i did see him over the summer but that could be expected you know playing with frank and some of those other guys but he's more than capable um he's not really a guy that's going to overdo things he's going to slash and straight straight lines use his length uh, he has a good motor um you know runs the floor hard fills the lanes uh gets He's, I think he has a lot of uh, rebounding potential. Another one, you know, as he, you know, keeps developing physically and with his game, I, I think he's going to, you know, just continue uh, to improve and, um, you know, talk to a few different schools immediately following the weekend to, you know, just encourage them to, to get ahead on him. And I think that'll, you know, probably be a good move, you know, once uh, next spring and summer uh, roll around. Uh, see who else. Um, also from Chapman uh, Basketball Academy, Tim Franks had a you know great day scoring the ball. 
not a guy that's gonna you know wow you with dunks and athleticism and all that but um like six four six five really good shooter has a compact and consistent release um but he's strong and physical too so he can do some things uh off the balance he'll play through contact on drives another just smart scorer who uh does it with efficiency which i always like and value uh he had you know really strong um showings and i think all three of his games it uh seemed like didn't get to watch him in all three but he was good uh another couple uh team phenom you uh team hero guys first uh benick Bosick, who i another I, I talked about on twitter he immediately uh set the tone with his energy at camp um you know immediately stood out with that uh really competes really intense vocal just always uh you know involved um he's you know a stronger uh guard wing uh wing guard um pretty athletic and you know get off the floor with some power and um you know explosiveness off of one foot um has an effective shot vocal um you know just really competes and you know has a toughness and physicality to him that i liked uh was good in in the you know competitive drills and carried it on carried it over uh into the games um this was, you know, his effort and uh, production was uh, consistent and, you know, just constant uh, throughout the day. It didn't, uh, never wavered. And I always appreciate when guys, you know, come with that type of mindset, that type of approach at a camp. He, you know, really uh, made an impression uh, by doing so. Uh, Mark McCotry was there as well. Uh, another, um, one of the you know higher ranked guys in Wisconsin uh, got hurt uh, kind of midway through gameplay, but you know got good size, attacks the lane with some strength, has body control, can adjust to finish, uh, will knock down outside shots as well. That you know the the talent there was pretty clear. Oh, um, going back to one of the other Phenom U team hero guys I wanted to talk about was MJ Stackhouse, who had as you know I think as much upside and as high of a ceiling as you know almost anyone there. Um, Six seven or so, lefty, um, is springy and a powerful two foot leaper. I had some, you know, just loud, um, you know, strong moments. Uh, throwing down dunks will go through bodies. Uh, you know, good, uh, strong, strongly built frame. Um, but he'll, he'll take and make some jumpers. You know, he's very confident doing so. Probably needs to reel in his selection some. Was you know, just kind of taking, you know seemed like he was uh, being creative a, a little bit and trying some things out, but would make some. I, I think his you know, shot has potential. Um, hits him off the dribble, uh, gets elevation. Um, another one that I, you know, in the camp setting, it's not always as evident, but I think he has, you know, potential to, you know, switch ability on defense, uh, you know, guard multiple spots. Uh, and I think you know, with, with his you know, physical abilities, he has – you know, all those that I, I mentioned and to go with, you know, the flashes and things he showed the promise with his skill set. If he I, I said on Twitter, if, you know, he puts it all together, he could have a, a lot of college options, especially with someone that's willing to, you know, be patient and continue to develop and just, you know, tap into, you know, what he could become. I'm very interested to see what, uh, you know, type of trajectory uh, he is on uh he he goes on within the next year or so uh let's see who else uh brady corso from wisconsin blizzard had a really good day scoring the ball uh super confident lefty he was on con team 
Um, pretty skilled with the ball, but can really get going from the outside as well. Liked what he did. Cody Schmitz plays with, I'm pretty sure it was Wisconsin Playmakers. I uh, was kind of a mismatch guy that could, you know, seem like he could play some, you know, three and four um, and uses is a, you know, mature, muscular, defined body and use that um, throughout the day, uh, puts on the foursome from the wing. And then, you know, when he gets inside, he has good footwork and fundamentals, uh, had a good looking outside shot as well. And, you know, just uh, was very aggressive and productive throughout the day. I think he was uh, pretty, had a bit of an underrated day, uh, in my opinion. Uh, another uh, Chapman guy, Michael Manab, was good as usual. 6'4", lefty, long arms, has a very, you know, unique, smooth, like slow-mo type game. Um, and has unique finishing ability with either hand, um, you know, converts on a lot of shots and, you know, uh, finishes in traffic that you don't expect. Uh, see, Jamarian Bateman was a 2025 uh, who had a very good day, who, you know, was playing up uh, with them. He produced. Uh, Owen Soul had a, had a good day. Um, they're, you know, going through all these guys, like I, I mentioned in the very beginning, there was just a, a ton of talent there. Will Murray from uh, Phenom U, Jack Doherty from Phenom U had a solid day. So a lot of guys that, you know, uh, made the most of it, uh, produced, and, uh, you know, are going to be guys to track uh, throughout uh, this winter and, you know, going into next summer uh, with, you know, further uh, 17U year. Uh, some of these guys were NY Toy kids. Some of those guys, I said Team Harrow, uh, UIVL kids. So those are, you know, very uh platforms that you know provide a lot of visibility and i think you know most of these guys that i mentioned are you know gonna take advantage of that uh you know next spring and summer and you know some of you know their recruitment or whatever might come before that during the high school season but uh, i'm very glad that i made the trip up for both of these camps um I'm very happy with, uh, you know, how things have gone um, since starting to work with NY2A and, uh, you know, excited for the future of that and continuing to, you know, see some of these uh, Midwest kids uh, more often. But that'll do it for uh, those NY2A camps. Like I said, NY2A Futures Camp 2025 and 2026, and then NY2A Junior Showcase for just for 2024s. Uh, fun, productive weekend. And now uh, this weekend, that leads us right into our Select 80 camps. Uh, I said I'm going to give a little preview of those. Uh, mentioned at the very beginning of the episode, so I have some spots left. Uh, you know, I think those will fill up probably by the, which will be the end of the day. Uh, when this is out today, Thursday. Um, but, you know, I said this is, I'm recording this late Wednesday night. We'll be out tomorrow. Uh, so those spots are about to fill up. Just have a couple left and want to, you know, fill them with some really solid kids. But I'm already very happy with uh, the group we have uh, coming. Uh, and I've been talking with uh, some coaches about it and others. I think this is just one of the, you know, most probably in the three years doing these uh, camps on my own. Uh, with relentless hoops, these select 80 camps. Uh, this is the most, you know, diverse, unique group I've had, like kids from all types of different states. I had like a few reach out on like 
you really want to come all the way from there for this camp. And uh, I think it ended up being nine different states of Georgia and eight other states. Uh, a lot of size, you know, guys six 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 seven plus, a few close to seven footers, uh, and then a lot of high academic kids, which you know, colleges always like. If you know they're they're not going to have to worry about going through different things to help a you know kid academically or financially because of his academics. So all of those things combined, uh, the talent level and those other aspects, I think, um, you know, are going to make for a good weekend. Uh, so. Starting off uh, with the 2023 Select 80 camp, I'm going to go through some of these uh, ranked guys from the state of Georgia uh, pretty quickly that uh, we have lined up to come. Uh, Cedric Taylor from Drew Charter, who I think is one of the top sleepers in the state, have him top 50. Uh, A.J. Patterson, uh, who's going to be due for another uh, bump. Um has some of the you know better D2s in the country on him. Augusta, Lincoln Memorial has a GCSU offer. And then some others uh, come to look at him. Some Division One schools come to look at him as well. Loyola, Maryland, uh, North Florida, Central Connecticut State. Uh, you know, I've talked about him a lot. Had a, had a great summer. Uh, was especially good at, the, at our summer league. Uh, RJ Kennedy from Fayette County. Uh, Keenan Orlovic uh, from Paidea who I, I think is a pretty under-recruited guy. Isaac Martin has a ton of high academic D3 recruitment. Um, two South Georgia kids that, you know, are probably kind of sleepers right now, Alfonso Ross and uh, Kamarion Johnson. Uh, I think I expect them to have uh, good days at camp. Another uh, sleeper, in my opinion, Keyshawn McPherson, who I, I thought made some really nice strides uh, in his game uh, this summer. Uh, excited to see him some more. Blake Seitz from North Gwinnett at a, you know, stock boosting summers, uh, has multiple D3 offers. Paris Johnson from Kell talked about him earlier uh, from the Kell workout. Uh, Kenny Southall, another Mount Vernon kid uh, who uh, is has a, another, a lot of high academic D3 recruitment, is should have a, a great senior year and uh, continue to impress coaches. Another from North Gwinnett with Blake Seitz, Julian Walker, recently got a, a manual offer. Uh, coaches will want to see him, uh, you know, kind of late bloomer, um, longer term prospect, but six, seven can really move, um, have multiple guys from Marist, uh, come in, Jesse Gaines, uh, Ben Ricker, uh, two really good seniors for them have multiple South Gwinnett guys coming who I went and saw earlier today, actually, uh, Ansar Oz, Osman, Osman, um, South Gwinnett, Voorhees offer, Justin Redman, both of them played with a uh, promise elite together, Judah Rukpe, another, South Gwinnett, I promise the week guy. Uh, see who else? Uh, Jack Thomas from Kings Ridge, who's at Kings Ridge with Isaac Martin, uh, mentioned him on a previous episode as a guy whose stock I can, uh, I think will continue to, um, you know, accelerate and uh, is a, a recruitment um, trend that way. Uh, could be an X factor for them, like I mentioned that episode. Uh, Malachi Harris, I keep Atlanta was really impressed with young Harris's elite camp uh, recently. Uh, Ryan Bellamy, 6'9", from Harrison, has a bunch of D3 offers. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Colby Williams from Discovery has been good in Hoopsie's Fall League. Uh, Drake Target, Loganville Christian, kind of a sleeper. Seth Jacket, Creekview, uh, taller shooter. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of different guys uh, from Georgia. A few that I probably should have mentioned that I – 
miss, but some of the out-of-state kids, uh, 6'10", Jake Hatch from Hoover, Alabama, uh, has a lot of variety of uh, D3 interests. I have two kids coming from Mississippi to 6'8 plus um, that are, you know, pretty unknown for the most part, but uh, Coach Brad over there uh, is been good to me bringing guys the last two years so excited to see uh what he has uh andrew shroggy um son of uh coach mike shroggy who was elon's head coach and is now back at duke he's coming down from north carolina another high academic kid um we actually have a kid coming from wisconsin Austin villa real hopefully pronounce that correctly goes to arrowhead was with uh team hero a little bit um a pretty under the radar kid but you know showed interest in you know, maybe uh, coming down this way for uh, school. I think he, I think he said he's had family that you know played college ball in the south. Uh, so that hopefully you know productive, uh, good day for him as well. Um, those are some of the out of state kids coming to the twenty twenty three camp, and mentioned some of those ranked twenty twenty three guys within the state of Georgia as well that I'm excited about. So uh, should be should be a really fun day. Uh, you know, I. I think it's always, you know, a good opportunity for those seniors. I think the last two years have have proven that that it's, uh, you know, an effective tool, and it's, you know, I think I, of course, I'm going to say this about my own camp, but I just think it's different from other camps. There are so many camps uh, within the state of Georgia now. I think it's gotten a little too many almost. So I, I feel like I have to, you know, kind of try to differentiate differentiate hours by, you know, keeping it smaller. You know, keep uh, the visibility as uh, good as possible. Um, you know, I just I don't want just anyone signing up. I limit it to eighty invite only, and I think that just makes for you know the most competitive and beneficial for both coaches and the players. Uh, so that was twenty twenty three select eighty. Now, now for the the twenty twenty four select eighty. You know, just for juniors, and then uh, a few twenty twenty five kids as well. Uh, you know, I uh, just talked about. NYTLA's junior showcase. That was their first year doing this. This is our third year having this, uh, you know, select 80 session just for uh, juniors. And I, I really enjoy it because I feel like it's a, you know, place where guys can really emerge. Um, you know, just, there will be some, you know, well-known already recruited guys here as well, but uh, that the, you know, lesser known guys establishing themselves and, you know, breaking out whatever you know having a good performance at camp is what i really like i mean kane cooper came to it last year and now he's you know considered top 15 as kansas gonzag all of that and you know he just came and wanted to prove himself after making the move to georgia and coming to tsf prep and uh you know i appreciate that guys that you know will just want to come and uh compete so uh some of the guys that will be in attendance for the 2024 Select 80, have multiple kids who are top 50 in our rankings. Uh, William Job, who's now at Kings Ridge, has had some really big schools in the scene recently. Uh, Xavier Chagag, who I mentioned in a previous episode, who's at Mount Vernon, moved in from Nashville, uh, has a few different offers right now. Kamel uh, Williams at Athens Academy, Malik Johnson at Tri-Cities, Cameron James at Chattahoochee. Um, have a new kid who's moving into the state who uh, is a definite D1 kid who's from the Northeast. Uh, we'll find out about him uh, this weekend. Another, uh, I'm trying to uh, keep it a, a little secret for now. Wait for him to wait until he comes to camp. Uh, Keenan Gray from McDonough 
and then some others who are, you know, within our rankings, Dominic Wright for Archer, who I think his uh, junior year is going to be really important for him. He's going to continue to uh, take a step up. Uh, Cassius Watkins from Maynard Jackson had a good summer with Georgia Canes. Uh, let's see who else. Josh Langefels is at Denmark now. Uh, Ryan Williams in North Paul and J.P. Wells at Walton. Uh, a few different Grayson guys, Laz Mason. Um, Shia Goba, who's at Mount Vernon as well, another kid who's kind of an unknown right now, but should open eyes. And then uh, some of the 2025 guys I let in, let in some of those kids who were in that initial top 50. Tyler Jordan's coming, who just got Texas A&M and Mississippi State recently. Have him as a top five 2025 in the state. Lawrence Sanford, who I had top 25, who's a Cherokee. Very talented guard, Jackson McVeigh, who's close to, you know, a near seven-footer at Gilmer. Uh, Jane Cole from Kings Ridge. Another 2025 I'm letting in is Luke Jack uh, from Creekview. Um, and he's definitely going to be in that top 50 range uh, next time around. He's been pretty impressive in um, the Rise Hoops uh, Fall League. And I, a guy that, you know, I just didn't get to see a ton over the summer, but now getting more eyes on him, it's like, yep, he definitely deserves to be in there. Uh, some of the out-of-state kids have a few different kids from Alabama. Uh, Ian Sen, Lawson Pippins, had a, uh, also some solid kids from North Carolina. Um, a couple of the Asheville school kids, Brady Dolan and Ryan Sulis, who I mentioned in that episode when I went up there. Very uh, interested to see what he does. You know, that that was really my first look at him at Asheville school, just in that open gym, and was uh, – pretty uh, encouraged by what he did there. So hopefully, you know, get to see him go against uh, some of these other guys, you know, have, maybe have a matchup with William Job and others, you know, close to 6'10 kid and see what he can do. Cause um, you know, the Sulis doesn't really have a bunch of notoriety right now, but like I mentioned in that episode, I think he'll open a lot of eyes. So very uh, excited to see what he does. Um, a few kids from Tennessee as well. Jackson Airy, who's a Atlanta Timberwolves kid and same with Jack Oakley. Um, you know, solid fundamental guys with size can shoot. Uh, they should have uh, solid performances at, at camp as well. Uh, now that'll, I think that'll about do it. Just give a little quick rundown, quick preview of who's going to be there. Uh, but like I, I already said, I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, this is a fun time of year for me to, you know, hold these camps and have a lot of uh, good people involved with it. All the coaches and guys that help me with it, uh, make it easy on me. You know, we have, Jalen Simmons with J Mixtape doing uh, video, Brandon Anthony uh, with pictures. Those guys are great. Uh, they really enhance the enhance the event. And um, but just excited to get going Saturday and Sunday. Um, very, I'm just ready to see you know who leaves their mark, who makes a statement, who really performs. And uh, like I always look for in these camps, who's going to come with the right approach, who's going to be focused on the right things, especially for those. Uh, seniors, like uh, a lot of college coaches are going to be there. We have, we usually have, you know, 20 plus coaches around, you know, 15 plus different programs. Um, they're, they want to see you playing the right way. Like this isn't AAU. This isn't, you shouldn't be worrying about, you know, uh, you know, getting video, whatever, all that, like it's time for you guys to, you know, earn college opportunities. Uh, and there's seen, there's someone, you know, each of the last two years, at all of our senior camps, there's someone who, you know, was the clear like breakout guy. Jaden Marshall um, was the first year. T.J. Lewis uh, last year in the fall. A, a variety of different guys who just you know have college coaches talking that were kind of unknowns. 
And then for the juniors, that's, you know, a, a good place where, you know, I get to see you and it's like, Oh, yep. He's, he's one that college coaches are going to need to be on. So, uh, Excited for this weekend. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. A lot of solid guys there. Very uh, diverse, wide range. Like I, I mentioned, very unique group. So should make for you know an interesting um, day with a lot of good action. So that'll do it for this episode. Uh, recording this Wednesday night. I will be out uh, sometime Thursday, but I'm I'm gonna get over uh, to Hoop Scenes Fall League tomorrow night, and then. I just get ready for Saturday and Sunday. So I'll see you guys hopefully out soon and uh, talk to you then.